Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Good morning. Welcome. Fourth and final hour of our get-together, affectionately known as a 9 o'clock stretch. So let's stretch it out, baby. Make you feel a little better. Uh, 9.07, time check, brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Happy, happy Thursday. Not so happy yesterday. Shooting Kansas City. Supposed to be celebrating back-to-back Super Bowls. Instead, uh, a shooting takes place. A woman's dead. Many others uh, wounded, many of which uh, it appears are children. And when we get more information uh, we'll share it with you, and one of the reasons why they might be holding back is there there could be, there's confusion when these kinds of things happen with a massive crowd, and uh, and but we'll get to more detail on that when we have it, frankly. Right now, though, uh, speaking of law enforcement, we want to talk to Art Forgey from the Alaska County Sheriff's Office. Uh, good morning, Art. How you doing? Good morning, Bob, and uh, you know, thanks Thanks for that introduction. I, I am uh, glad that uh, you got it out there. A lot of times it takes us time to get sorted through things because in the end we have to be right. So it takes time to sort through that, especially on the scale that they're working it with the number of people that were there and the number of people that are victims. Oh, yeah. You, you have to look, review video, eyewitnesses, eyewitness accounts of law enforcement and others that were there, take statements, um, I, I'm sure that uh, it's quite a bit of work, especially if it's a situation where you want to be able to take this, uh, to make a court case out of it, of course, dot your I's, cross your T's. I mean, you got to get that done. Absolutely. We we have to be thorough and right when we uh, do it. And so that's that takes time. Um, do you know Sammy Oates IV? Yeah, I, I hope somebody does, and I hope somebody calls and tells us where Sammy Oates is. He uh, We believe he's local here. He's wanted for two counts of sexual battery on a person that's less than 12 years of age. So uh, we need your help to locate him. We believe he's in the area. Your tip could be worth up to $1,000 through Crime Stoppers. Uh, we need to get him found and hold him accountable for what he's done. So that that's my plea to the public. Let's work together and get Sammy found. If you know Sammy Oates the fourth uh, or where he may be, please let law enforcement know that, and you can also do that uh, without necessarily giving up your name. Absolutely, we just want your information. We don't care about your name, just your information, and it could be worth up to a thousand bucks. There you go. Uh, shooting in Holly Heights. 
Yeah, about a week ago, uh, about 6 a.m., our communication center received multiple calls from residents uh, there in Holly Heights reporting hearing uh, uh, numerous gunshots. When the deputies got there within a few minutes, they located a car that was had several bullet holes in it and uh, one deceased individual inside the car. Uh, he was Denarius Taylor, um, was identified as the uh, deceased individual. And so now, once again, um, one of those things that takes time, we are working that call. Um, nobody there with guns when we got there. So we are working to identify who was involved now. And, and once again, uh, if you have information on that, we'd love to hear from you also. Yeah, because you could prevent somebody else from dying by, you know, t- telling law enforcement what you may know. Yeah, a lot of these shootings, uh, you know, we, we hear a lot about them and, and uh, you know, think there's a a huge gun problem and and there is there is there's there is a gun problem but and i say a gun problem in the fact of stolen guns Mm -hmm. and and we'll get to that here in a minute but uh we we uh we see a lot of retaliation and it's among the same groups kind of gang related possibly drug uh drug sales related and all that goes along with that absolutely absolutely you you don't see uh the folks like you and i being targeted and randomly shot and things it's 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 very confined to uh you know a a small group of individuals Uh, arrest of kenny foster and that's that that goes to my gun point that we Mm -hmm. were just talking about he uh fled from a traffic stop ended up uh ditching his car and running on foot He ultimately was tased to be taken into custody and had a loaded firearm on his person that was stolen from Hillsborough County. Mm -hmm. Um, Also got some charges for oxycodone, uh, no Florida DL, and his ID card was suspended four times. So, um, you know, back to my point about guns being out there and and stolen guns, uh, we, we need to do a better job to keep those out of the hands of criminals. They make all kinds of great lock boxes that you can mount and place in different areas of your car to, to keep it safe. But when you're uh, when you're home, get in the habit of taking it out and bringing it with you. And yeah, and and you know if you have your per, or you don't even need a permit anymore, but go ahead and carry it on your person if if you uh, are comfortable doing that. Yeah. Uh, what about these uh, this uh, career opportunities in law enforcement? My understanding is when. Uh, Sheriff Ganey took over the operation. If he was a football coach, they'd say the cupboards were bare. In other words, there's like 249 open positions when Sheriff Ganey took over. And law enforcement is already tough to just recruit and retain. You've got that kind of deficit, I guess. What did he do and how are we doing with those numbers? It is. And, and kudos to Sheriff Ganey. Sheriff Ganey has uh, you've, that old saying, boots on the ground. Uh, he lives by it. He has gone around to some of the academies uh, locally, Ocala, here, uh, recruiting himself, telling people, come to work for me. Uh, I need you. He has also created a recruiting team that is going around the state and recruiting bodies to fill those. Um, last count, uh, Sheriff Ganey has brought in over 100 employees to fill those voids. Wow. And with retirements and, and – uh, you know, people separating from the agency. We're at a net gain, somewhere 60 to 70 people. But if you don't want to carry a gun, 
we've got plenty of administrative positions plus those positions that do require law enforcement and and we are paying for your career kicking around some different ideas to uh you've heard of the gi bill where you mm-hmm. get out of the uh military mm-hmm. and uh, you get some schooling paid we're, we're kicking around the idea of potentially um you know running the numbers of potentially being able to afford to uh pay for an associate's degree potentially so uh you know it it is very tough going especially in the jail uh you know if you want to be a corrections officer you can start that career at 19 you can graduate high school you're 18 start the academy when you're done in the in the uh, corrections academy you'll be 19 we'll put you to work there you're you're going to earn over 50,000 a year doing that and uh you know then if you want to move on over to law enforcement when you turn 21 we'll take a look at getting you through the uh, crossover academy it's interesting how things have changed i remember when it was very very difficult to get into law enforcement and uh in fact in some jurisdictions i believe pinellas county was one of them that if you want to go to work and be say a patrolman uh, you had to start in corrections and you'd do anywhere from one to three years there which helped to fill a void um, and then, you know, you learned and went to school and did all you needed to do so that you could be on the road. And it seemed to work pretty well. But now there's so many openings in every aspect that uh, really you have your pick in, in many ways. Yeah. And, and it's not just uh, we're not just the odd ball here. It's, oh, yeah, nationwide, it's nationwide and federal and state systems. It's it's everywhere. So, um, you know, we're, we're all kind of. Uh, playing for that same type of person so we, we need to uh, step our game up and try to get those people in and commit to the sheriff's office one of the frustrating things has to be when you get a, a bomb threat or a shooting threat or some kind of threat that is called in or sent in uh, electronically or whatever you have to respond and Eastside high school is a recent example yeah it's very uh, uh personnel uh intensive takes a lot of people to search that many buildings it's a big area so it's a drain on resources and uh we're we're, once again we're not the only ones getting these they're they're happening around the state they're happening around the country but they're being bounced off of servers overseas where uh, people are calling in and saying hey um, i planted bombs and i'm getting ready to get out of my car and start shooting and we have to respond to that we have to take it serious and we have to check those buildings and keep those children safe Wow. Even though it could be actually sourced foreign, but you have no way of telling that specifically. Once again, that takes time to track that back and get that. So we have to uh, go with the information that we're provided at the time. Wow. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, that's that's tough. It's a drain on resources at the very least. Art Forgey, Alachua County Sheriff's Office. Always appreciate you, sir. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure to be here. Talk to you again soon. It is 916. We're about 30 minutes away from things that make you smile, catch you up on all of the headlines as well. That's coming up next on 97.3 The Sky. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Our border is wide open because Biden wants to change the country. Six weeknights. Well, how do you fix that? Make it less white, less Christian. On 97.3, the sky. Good morning. Welcome. Happy Friday Eve. We're almost there. It is Thursday. It's 921. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. Live and loco. Your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers where the answer is always yes. Top story, a person dead, nearly two dozen injured gunmen opened fire at a Kansas City Chiefs uh, Super Bowl rally. It was a party. Back-to-back championships. There was a huge crowd that was there. Uh, It was just about at the end, and, uh, you know, the crowd was, was probably just about to kind of dissipate, if you will, and gunshots rang out. Around 3 p.m. local time, police have three suspects in custody. They have recovered the suspected uh, firearm or firearms. And area hospitals continue to tend to some of the victims who have some in critical condition and serious. And uh, a lot of them, unfortunately, are also children. So this is a story where um, we really just have to wait for information to come out and to flow. Uh, For example... There was somebody who was tackled and had a gun. Now, does that mean it was a perpetrator? Could have been a concealed permit holder, for for example. And uh, people hear gunshots and then they see somebody who's drawing their gun in more of a defensive action, but could be mistaken. And I'm just putting that out there because we... Uh, we really don't know, and the police, they have to go through this stuff in, you know, we've seen it. If they if they come out with hurried information, the tendency is that it's not accurate. Atlanta Olympics, for instance. Well, that, yeah, that's probably one of the... The ultimate of the don't yeah. speak too soon kind of thing. Yeah, and that will come back and cost you, not yes. to mention pain and suffering that, uh, what was his name, Jewel? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eric, was it Eric Jewel? I'm I'm not sure. It's been a long time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Three separate prosecutors reportedly met with White House aides before indicting former President Donald Trump. The reported meeting suggests a coordinated attack against Biden's 2024 rival. If coordination occurred, it lends credence to Trump's belief that the indictments are election interference. The timing of the indictments are peculiar. After Trump announced a re-election bid against Biden, four indictments hit Trump in four separate jurisdictions, each following revelations about the Biden family business. Every time something came out about the Biden family business, boom, there's another indictment. It was really, it was almost uncanny. It was crazy. In three cases, prosecutors reportedly met with the Biden administration before indicting Trump. One was... uh, Alvin Bragg in New York in the Stormy Daniels case, Jack Smith, Miami in the Documents case, Fannie Willis, Fulton County, Georgia. So 
yeah, you had all those things going on, and if there was a coordination uh, between these folks, yeah, that's election interference. That's very serious. You're using the weight of the Justice Department against an individual. An individual also happens to be the lead candidate for the opposition party. Do you have any doubt whatsoever? Because you don't believe in coincidences. Oh, no. No. I, I. To me, it's clear. But being clear isn't good enough. You have to have uh, some proof and uh, hopefully some way uh, to corroborate it. And that's, yeah, of course, that's always part of the difficulty. And you're dealing with people that <laughs> know the law. That doesn't mean they're going to obey it, but they know it. They know it enough to avoid... Uh, entanglement if they can. And so, yeah, I mean, think about it. These are legal people. Alvin Bragg, Jack Smith, Fannie Willis. These are people that uh, know the law, which to me means if they are eventually actually caught and the evidence is serious enough to take the cases to court that, you know, if they're found guilty, the punishment should be quite sharp because, uh, harsh, because these people, you know, they know better and they're in this uh, you know, uh, they have a great deal of responsibility, shall we say, and a great deal of power. And they're they're supposed to be helping on the side of law and order, right? All right, so there's that. That's just one of the the many headlines. Speaker Mike Johnson announced Wednesday that the House will no longer consider a government surveillance bill after the House Intel Committee was smoked by pro-reform lawmakers. Raj Shaw, Deputy Communications Chief uh, uh, for Speaker Johnson, announced in order to allow Congress more time to reach consensus on how to best reform FISA in Section 702 while maintaining the integrity of our critical national security programs, the House will consider the reform and reauthorization bill at a later date. And a lot of people have become concerned as more information comes out about the flaws or failures or shortcomings, if you will, of uh, FISA and 702 and how it maybe is too easy uh, to, to get a warrant to spy on American citizens. So we should be concerned about that. They were taking a look at it, but now they've agreed they're going to take it up at a later date. And speaking of intelligence, uh, House Intel Chairman Mike Turner, he's the guy that came out the other day and talked about serious national security threat. And remember, this guy is given you know, more information, a higher level of classification than a lot of people because of his position as the House Intelligence uh, Chairperson. And he comes out and basically, well, he says, I'm requesting President Biden declassify information relating to this threat. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Is it just all he cares about is the safety of America and the American people? Or is there a political angle where he wanted to see um, a level of urgency and the funding of the war in Ukraine? We'll talk about that and more coming up 15 minutes away from things that make you smile. 
It is 928, and you're listening to 97.3 The Sky. Here's what's trending on The Sky. 86% of Americans feel Biden is too old. It's amazing at how much he's deteriorated. Come on. The news that's trending. Full-blown offensive against Joe Biden. The news that's now. The special counsel's report tries to let Biden off by claiming that he is too mentally incompetent. The news station. I know it don't look like it, but I've been around a while. I do remember that. Now, more news. Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once on News Talk 97.3. The Sky. New on the sky, Glenn Beck, right after the Bob Rose Show. On North Central Florida's talk leader, Clay Travis and Buck Sexton at noon. The Dana Show at night. New shows and more news now on News Talk 97.3, the sky. I see dead people. No, it's not uh, Joe Biden talking about a world leader. Hmm. You know? Like Francois Mitterrand from France, who <laughs> yeah. died, I don't know, a couple decades ago. Yeah. He's, uh, yeah, he's got a bad habit of that. But, you know, he's a Democrat. Mm-hmm. And Democrats, apparently, you know, the line between life and death, to many of them, isn't maybe all that important. Really? Well, I mean, you take, for instance, investigators with the Public Interest Legal Fund, mm-hmm. PILF, yeah, we've had them on many yeah, times. Yeah, we have. Um, they actually went, and I think this was nice out of show of respect, visited the graves Aww. of Americans who have long passed away. That's nice. Yeah. But not just random graves. These are graves that the people buried in said graves mm-hmm. were still on Michigan's voter rolls <laughs> heading into the 2024 uh, election. Okay, I see a problem here. Dead people voting... Democrat again. Uh Yep. In November of 21, PILF filed suit against Michigan Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson, yes, a Democrat, Uh uh, accusing her of keeping nearly 26,000 dead registrants on Michigan voter rolls and thus violating the National Voter Registration Act. The lawsuit claims that 25,000, almost 26,000 dead registrants remain on the voter rolls in Michigan. Yeah. Including... Uh, many of which have been dead for at least five years or more, 17,000 or more who have been dead for at least a decade. Wow. And nearly 4,000 registrants who have been dead for at least 20 years. Wow. Yeah. Uh, footage released by PILF this month, the Watchdog Group, uh, it is of them visiting graveyards in Michigan showing some of the dead Americans who remain registered in the state. One such registrant uh, was before World War I oh my and would have been 110 years old today mm. if she were alive. Another died 25 years ago, the year former President Bill Clinton was impeached, while one registrant has not been alive for 12 federal election cycles. I think you're being discriminatory against dead voters, Bob. (laughs) It's possible. Just saying. Yeah. Wow. And uh, Secretary Benson vigorously opposing our efforts to investigate the tens of thousands of deceased registrants we found on the voter roll. I mean, you have to ask, and that was uh, President J. uh, Christian Adams, and yes, that is the person we've had on the air a couple of times, you know, to shed light. And that there are organizations like this uh, that want elections 
uh, to be run fair and square. And wouldn't everybody want that? Well, then why in the world would this Secretary of State, Jocelyn Benson, refuse to take action? Hmm. I mean, it was in November of 21 when they filed a suit. So why we're, we're headed toward the 24. We're in the year 2024. Wow. And all they've taken off is, I don't know, maybe 100 or two. Are you serious? The, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I, in fact, might not even be 100. Yeah. Hmm. So they've made zero effort. Vigorously opposing our efforts is what they said. Vigorously opposing. Federal law requires state election officials to have a reasonable program to remove the dead. Keeping dead voters on the rolls for two decades is not reasonable. No. How can you disagree with that? You can't. Then there's the case of Catherine Herridge. And I've never met her personally, but I can tell you I followed her work at Fox News, and she's done some good things at CBS. She, I've, I've followed her reporting in such a way as I could go back and see, you know, who is right and who is wrong and who was getting good info or maybe not in any, you know, in any particular uh, circumstance. And she was really good about doing the investigative stuff. Well, she's been fired from CBS News. Now, you know, they covered it by saying, oh, look, we got rid of a bunch of employees across, you know, our parent company. Uh, She's just one of them. But inside the halls of CBS News, it's reported that staffers were outraged and bewildered by Heritage, her ouster. Uh, That's according to sources close uh, to the to the network. People can't make sense of this decision. And especially she was brought on to be kind of a balanced voice covering both sides of the aisle, Hmm. having served as chief intelligence correspondent for Fox News and here you have an upcoming election, so they wanted to at least have the appearance uh, that they're being, you know, fair or balanced or sure. covering both sides of the aisle. Um, author and journalist Michael Schellenberger, an expert on censorship and free speech, who is involved in another huge breaking uh, case that has to do with classified documents that they were looking for at Mar-a-Lago may be the same documents that could implicate uh, Obama and the intelligence, parts of the intelligence community, in, uh, well, basically election interference. Imagine that. Yeah. Hmm. But Schnellenberger was asked about this. He called uh, Herridge a hero on X, saying she lately has been facing financial ruin and even prison for protecting her sources. CBS execs I have behaved cowardly, Schellenberger said. Shame on them. Megan McCain, daughter of Arizona Senator John McCain, also weighed in calling Herridge a national treasure. I can't tell you what an insane move it is for CBS News to let her go, particularly during an election year. Others speculated that her exit was linked to recent reporting that President Biden may have kept evidence that he had foreign business dealings while in office. Hmm. Yeah. It's interestinger and interestinger. Well, and she was also heavily involved in her most recent assignment covering the Hunter Biden probe. Wow. Ah. Huh. So, yeah. 
Isn't it funny how the same people just keep showing up in all kinds of connected things from time to time? It, it is interesting, and there definitely um, are connections. Mm-hmm. There definitely is, and, you know, we'll try to, we'll try to work those out. The difficulty uh, is several-layered, but I can tell you this. People who involve themselves in conspiracies at the higher levels mm-hmm. um, also are good at digging rabbit holes of conspiracies, too, so True. that people, the, the tendency is we, we tend to glom onto this stuff, and we can, any of us, it's, can be misdirected. Mm-hmm. And it's hard not to fall into somebody's traps, sure, somebody's rabbit holes. And then what happens is... Then they'll say, you're no longer the voice of credibility. Remember, you believed in X, Y, or Z. Right. Something that was cooked up on purpose so that it's kind of to bait. So you get suckered into it, then Mm -hmm. you look like the idiot, if you will. So, you know, again, in my position, you try to be, you try to tread carefully and you try to look out for those landmines or those rabbit holes if Mm -hmm. you can. And I can tell you now, since doing... Uh, this job here for 22 years and uh, for a few years before that elsewhere, it is getting harder and harder uh, to find the truth. To be a truth teller is very difficult these days. And when you hear terms like disinformation and misinformation, that is, they're just untenable words because who is going to be the arbiter? Of what's disinformation, what's misinformation? Mm-hmm. Who's going to be the arbiter of that? And should there be a period of time where you can say something until it's absolutely proven not to be true? Case in point would be the whole COVID thing. Right. And for instance, the use of, say, ivermectin, which we absolutely, undoubtedly know that that was highly effective in treating it early on, especially the, you know, the first uh, morphing, mm-hmm. if you will, of, of COVID when it first came out. Very effective. Highly effective. But that was labeled misinformation, disinformation. As for animals, you don't take that, et cetera, right. et cetera. Right. Instead, people died. Mm-hmm. So yeah. is anybody going to be held accountable, those who tried to squash that? Those who went out of their way. People had prescriptions from their doctors and pharmacists, and they're under pressure, too. Right. In some cases, refused to fill those under doctor's orders, and they wouldn't fill them. And if you were, you know, if you were a patient or a loved one was a patient, and you had that prescription, and it didn't get filled because the pharmacist did not feel like that was going to be an effective treatment or a good treatment or whatever, Mm -hmm. uh, seems to me like there should be a certain amount of responsibility that person should be held to. And there were a lot of people making judgment calls that should not have been their judgment call. And, 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 and what they were doing is they were echoing what they were told sure. from the powers that be. And really, I mean, if you want to get down to it, a whole lot of this garbage came from the from the head liar. Yep. Dr. Fauci. Yep. Oh, Absolutely. I, I pray there's a very, very special place in hell for him. It's a very short place, but yeah, it's very special. Don't need to, you don't need tall ceilings. No, he, he won't need no. that. No. No. Gnashing of teeth. Yeah.
A lot of gnashing. Oh, yeah. 947 on the Bob Rose Show. All right, let's change gears. Things that make you smile coming up next. That's where I want you to weigh in. Upbeat positive thoughts brought to you by Robin Larson Dental. Call now, 877-975-9825. Sean Hannity Show. There are really two issues that every Republican can unite on. Afternoons at three. The border and stopping the deficit of the federal government. It's unsustainable. On News Talk 97.3, the sky. Tell me you will stay. Make me smile. Good morning and welcome. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. Time now for things that make you smile. Upbeat positive thoughts that you share. Brought to you by the best dentist in the whole world, Robin Larson Dental, 877-975-9825. Solar Kyle, what's making you smile? Hey there, Bob. Thanks for taking my call. Well, what's making me smile out here at Methville, Florida today is my backup generator and, most of all, fire station number 17 out here in Putnam County, Lake Estates. Because they came out last night and they put out that meth fire at midnight, and uh, that makes me smile, Bob. Have a great day. Fantastic. You have a great day as well. Sherry, what's making you smile? I saw a great plaque at a little gift shop in a restaurant yesterday. It's for pet lovers. It said, "When I, and I had a little picture of a dog that looked exactly like mine on it. When I needed a hand, you gave me your paw. <laughs> Aw, that's cute. Mark, what's making you smile? Hey, what's making me smile? I'm not sure if you're a John Fogarty fan, but he has a song called Premonition. What's making me smile is I'm having a premonition. You're going to witness a hole-in-one at the Bob Rose Classic at Hawkstone, and someone's finally going to win the truck. That's what's making me smile. I know it's happening. Uh, right on. But you, you can't win if you don't enter arcalachua.org, arcalachua.org. Pete, what's making you smile? It's making me smile broadly that you got your contract extended for three years. Now all we need to do is lock Greg into a big contract with a fat signing bonus to go along with it. Now you're Thanks, talking. guys. Now you're yeah, there yeah, you there go. You go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, now that mine's signed, it yeah. won't take away from, yeah, right. from mine. Hey, um, a quick note. It only makes me smile because I feel like, you know, he might be watching over us in the, in, uh, mm-hmm. the arms of the good Lord. But, you know, uh, a friend of ours and a friend to the community um, uh, has passed away, Ward Scott, yeah. who was, uh, you know, a teacher, and he did things on the Internet. Mm-hmm. He was a guest on this show many times in, in years previous, and we were, you know, always cordial to each other. I would see him in the gym. Oh, yeah. And uh, so we... we uh, we lost a uh, we lost a good one. Yep. He passed away uh, apparently in his sleep last night. So hearts and prayers go out to uh, uh, to his wife, family, and friends. Rest in peace. And thanks good to Freddie for passing word along. We yeah. appreciate that. All right, don't go away. We're not done yet. Coming up next, it's the Smoking Gun, brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot GTR. Misinformation, whether it's from the mainstream media. Or your brother-in-law's Facebook posts. You need the sky to cut through this static of election 2024. Every move. You need leadership, and this country does not have leadership. Every candidate. We defeated a dozen of the fellas. I just got one more fella I gotta catch up to. I'm an elderly man, and I know what the hell I'm doing. Your election headquarters. If we don't win, I think our country is finished. News Talk 97.3. The Sky. 
Time now for the Smoking Gun, brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot GTR. Democrat Representative Barbara Lee of California, running for the late Senator Dianne Feinstein's U.S. seat, is calling for a $50, I said $50, $50 minimum wage. Uh, the moderator asked Lee to defend that, and she and, and said, that's seven times the current national minimum wage. Hmm. And she said, do the math. You need to do the math. Okay. She said a family of four can barely get by on $127,000. Now, yeah, she is talking about California, but can you imagine $50 an hour? I don't think you could call it a happy meal anymore if it goes for about $42.50. Yeah. And that is your smoking gun. The smoking gun brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot GTR. On behalf of Greg, I'm Bob. God bless you and your family. Take care. See Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.